0: Stop! Stop! <laughs> enough! Enough, Sean. Stop. <laughs> the podcast started. My mic oh. hated me yelling at you.
1: <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry, everybody. Yes, yeah, so yeah, it's all
0: your fault. And every yeah, sorry. We're uh, we're going through a lovers' quarrel right now. Ah, uh, uh, yes this is
1: the this is the uh, lovers' quarrel arc of our anime podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Josh Coon.
0: Oh no, Shika Senpai! My... <laughs> All right, you know what this is. You told me not to say it, and I, I said it. Gonna...
1: Hey, welcome to Lord Dump, everybody! Hey, <laughs> hey, it right there, welcome to Lord Dump.
0: Yeah, Lord Dump is great. That's this thing that we're on here.
1: God, fucking Christ! Yeah, this is a podcast where we build a world before your very ears.
0: That's right. Myself, <laughs> the Governor, aka Josh, and my good friend here
1: the governess sean can
0: that's we how, read, I'll, read, that's can how read, I'll be getting yeah.
1: introduced from now on i'm the, You're governess. the governess yeah i like yeah. that
0: actually genuinely <laughs> yeah yeah do you no. bud i don't i don't think so <laughs> God. oh we my start language.
1: these off so perfectly oh, so really pristinely so immaculately Yes. That the listeners have to send us their questions. They've got so many, they're bubbling with them. They they can't what? not send us but, questions. But but but, but Shika Senpai, where would they send those questions? He's so mad at me. I'm audience. He's I'm glaring at me. Jake. Immediately. <laughs> uh, if they wanted to send us their good good questions, they could send it to Lordumpquestions at gmail.com Or you can find us on one of our many two social medias, Instagram and Twitter at the Lordump. Nani? that's insane. japanese for we're done with the anime now. <laughs> we're done with it it's gone i threw it out the window it was tied up there's no way that anyone can escape that except we'll for the main protagonist back. oh no
0: we'll bring it back audience don't worry it'll come back at the end i swear there will be weeb stuff yet my friends <laughs> <laughs> anyways So, yes, they can do that, though. We kind of derailed, but you can absolutely send your questions to our amazing social media or email accounts. Just like Sean said.
1: We'll definitely read them. Because we can read. Unlike your party's barbarian, we know how to read.
0: You're setting that expectation a little high.
1: It's every barbarian in every party, I almost guarantee you. We're going to get a few comments saying, oh, my, my barbarian knows how to read. You're the outlier you're you're weird (laughs) no don't say that that's rude i'm sorry i didn't mean it
0: none of my characters can read absolutely none of them
1: you'd be surprised how much i actually make that a thing
0: it's it's an easy way to like not have to take notes oh
1: it's my go-to every time i'm just like what's that oh this is where i reveal my brilliance i am a stupid
0: i'm dumb I can't do the things you want me to do, storytellers.
1: I'm maybe 13 intelligence, but I am a dumbo. Mm. So my character also is dumbo.
0: Yes, we. I. Yes, I have experienced that and participated in it myself. Oh, good, good times. times. Hey, what hey, are you talking about? What you are you talking what, about, Josh? Y- y- hey, y- hey, d- 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 hey, Sean. Do you uh, know what we're talking please. about, Sean? We're governess. talking about the governess. Excuse me, the governess. Yeah, We are talking about. The other side.
1: Ooh,
0: yes. yes. The other side, my friends, is the region—an of space that we have yet to define and will be defining today. In our world, this space is where the original source deity for all of our other gods in this world came from. Now, lore a... hmm? go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to hear your comment.
1: This is the first time we're stepping off this world to create something. We're going outside the box. We're breaking this taco show. Think we're outside astronauts. the bell. Or the bun.
0: Not a sponsor. <laughs> finger looking good. Uh, it's just mix KFC and Taco Bell. I can-
1: well, no, because KFC doesn't have that anymore, so I can claim it. We can claim Finger looking good for the lore dump. <gasps> That's it.
0: New the lore sub-
1: dump. Finger looking good. Finger licking I'm good. stealing it. Oh, we're Done stealing deal. it.
0: This episode's name is Finger licking good. <laughs> Confirmed. okay so so lore wise uh what's critically important to know here is our planet is actually an astral entity of incredible size uh that is currently in its egg form and this egg was laid by an even larger and greater astral entity and that entity is he who calls the dawn aka the astral chicken now the astral chicken was floating through space and laid our planet toreg uh before yeeting himself to the other side because that's a funny joke how did the chicken get to the other side We're not entirely certain, but he got there. And when he did, he landed in this other plane, which was inhabited by celestial beings. Now, these celestial beings, in a big panic in the wake of the destruction left by the astral chicken, then sent one of their own agents back to our plane to stop this egg that had been left behind on our plane, our planet, Toreg, from hatching. And that's where our god and our entire world lore comes from for toreg but we today are going to define the other side a little bit and it's gonna be super exciting and cool it's gonna
1: be be a real good time
0: (laughs) so really there's just a few major things we know need to know about the other side the astral chicken has been or was there or is there or is there yes um the astral chicken engaged with omnipotent and powerful astral beings that resided on the other side in a form of conflict enough conflict to send them or have them send their own agents back to our plane um other than that i guess the one other important important thing to say would be the other side's agent who was sent over and then split into the many gods of our planet was initially one being one very very powerful being so that means that the beings that reside on this plane are likely incredibly powerful, or at least some of them are. Yes. Uh, so that's really what we've got thus far. What I like w- it. where do we start with this? This is a weird one. This is unique, because we're defining an entire plane.
1: We we need to come in at this the point where our lore actually intersects with this plane. Yes. Where the chicken goes through the planar bindings. And enters the other side
0: so we're narratively telling this history of this plane in a way so we're starting at a
1: point and we're going i think we need to go in either direction from that moment
0: okay yes because when he hits the other side we'll have to start defining the history of the realm but this Mm -hmm. is our key start point i like that that's a good anchor for us
1: so what was it pre-chicken let's go there
0: pre-chicken pc yeah pc we're calling it um (laughs) PC, the other side.
1: Or BC, well, before chicken.
0: So conceptually, there's always these spaces that have have seen, like, like no adversity, right? Like these void-like spaces in mythos and mythology. And, yeah. and Sean's making a gag face at me. So do we uh, want no to do the opposite of
1: that? It's perfect.
0: Well, I'm not Look saying me, perfection. What if no, it's purgatory? Like, what if it was fucking the most bland, vacant... And these entities just sort of floated around with incredible power that was used for nothing because they had no reason to apply it and didn't even really cognate that they had the power until the chicken burst through the wall.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Or,
0: or... flip side. Or flip side. They were, oh, I can't, I don't know. Flip side would just be that they were what wielding this power or raw energy, like they need to be sentient, whatever was over there, like there needed to be some form of not necessarily civilization but existence. Like, it's incredibly
1: hard to talk about what beings this powerful would do, yes, because there's usually when you get a group of them together, there's nothing that they could or couldn't
0: do. That's why I like the apathy perspective, they have unlimited cosmic power itty bitty living space nothing with it yeah (laughs) like they were just like like they were just a bunch of stoners laying around on their mom's basement couch getting high they literally just existed yeah they were just there
1: okay so they just there was just just a void where they hung out like their clubhouse yeah so how many of them were there was this an entire plane devoted to like six people? Or, like, a thousand of these things? Like, what's going on with these things?
0: Well, we've established that... So our entity that came from the other side, our source god, Mm -hmm. split itself into more gods. What if this is a thing that is just a, a potent mass of potential that is sentient, but can parse itself out? And that god was a piece of this god. What it does is mechanically give potential for homebrewing DMs in our world to pluck any god they want out of this astral entity on the other side. If they need to bring another god over, they say, it just parsed itself out.
1: So the entire plane is essentially a deity.
0: Yes, it's its It's own. It's one
1: singular divine sentience.
0: It is a reality that is a sentience. I like that. That's new. Like, I don't, I don't know of, I don't know of, I'm sure it's out there in sci-fi and fantasy, but I don't know of a literal reality that is sentient. Like, the entire reality in and of itself is a sentience.
1: Okay, so this voidless space of sentience essentially was invaded by this astral chicken monster yes and it just sort of caused destruction all throughout this this person's essentially body yes it started ripping this body apart so it sent a piece of itself through the hole that the chicken made to try and like see what the fuck was over there like are yeah, more of these things like, coming like what the are more,
0: yeah it's like a scouting party of of its own existence but i think Ooh. we need to set up some rules around this thing I think once it's split a piece of itself off, that piece can't come back.
1: Oh, fully. Yeah. Well, you mean can't come back to its own being, or it's, can't come back to it's, the plane?
0: I think its own being. Although, that would be an interesting mechanic as well. I don't know. Hmm. Like, if the like- deities could not come back to this this greater entity's plane. I don't know.
1: I definitely like the idea that it can't go back like into that ethereal mass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely good. can't become like it maybe if it goes back to the other side, it's just they're just there like the astral chicken is there. Yeah, they're just like in the a,
1: wake of this chicken, like oh fuck.
0: Yeah. Like a cancer of sorts. Like they're infecting this this reality's existence.
1: Yeah. Almost like a paradox.
0: Yeah. Like now two of this two thing of exists them. in its space. Yeah, and that starts to tear the entity Ooh. apart this is strange i like it this is really this is like mind bendy stuff this is real deep mythos deep lore
1: (laughs) so my my mind immediately pictures squidward when he goes to that time travel thing and he's just like alone alone (laughs) alone alone alone." that's what i'm picturing this thing as is that what it looks like or is there like actual topography is there
0: i'm i'm picturing like a vacant void until the entity decides that there's not a vacant void so it
1: can create its own
0: yeah it can create whatever it wants like if somehow a mortal were to get yeeted into this plane of existence there would be nothing until the entity recognized the mortal and decided that there was something there that's cool I i also think it's outside of time
1: that also would make sense i like that idea like, a mortal look- could get
0: yeeted to this plane and sit on the plane for decades and and millennia before the entity realized it was there. Because mm-hmm. mortals are so insignificant and inconsequential, and they wouldn't age inside that plane either. Like, they would just be in stasis.
1: That's very... I like that. Because it's almost like... Hmm, you know when things get banished... Yeah. If they're native to the plane they're on, it just says they appear in like a voidless, harmless pocket dimension. They all get banished to the other side.
0: They all get banished to the other side. Yeah. And our casters and arcane theorists and magicians and wizards have no idea where banished individuals go. Exactly. They don't know. They're just like, oh. it's they a just, pocket thing. I don't know. It's like it's a voidless nothing. Yeah. What do you want from me? Little they do back they the know, head. yeah, that when they when where they're actually eating this person is into the bod body of an astral god. Yeah.
1: Ooh, I like that. See, like so you that can do much. you
0: can you can do cool things with nothingness concepts. You can. Well,
1: just that it. is very much not nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is something. everything
1: is one thing.
0: Yeah, it's very much a thing.
1: Yeah. Um wow i almost like as a defense mechanism if anything accidentally comes into this plane it would like disguise itself as whatever plane they think they're from or like it thinks they're from like it just turns itself into something else entirely
0: so it could it could as a defense mechanism become a replica of the feywild if greg were to accidentally get yeeted into this plane yeah and greg would be like sorry go ahead
1: or like say like the the party you know accidentally jumps into this thing and for some reason, it's aware of them showing up on it. It could that white void that they're like teleporting through could eventually fade into just a copy of their planet, and they're like, "This is strange. Things are slightly askew and like <laughs> off from what they know because this thing is just replicating what it assumes
0: they live." So the dungeon master in my mind just came up with this terrible adventure where they get yeeted into this other side and all the players are wandering around this dimension that is uncannily like their own, but everyone's face is just a blank void. Like for some reason that's (laughs) like, yeah, every time they turn around and try to talk to somebody, there's just a faceless.
1: And every person has the same voice. Exact same voice. Yeah, like this weird like puppet dimension.
0: Oh, that'd be terrifying.
1: That'd be pretty good. There's a lot of good ways you can use this blank slate. Yeah. To sort of make your own. It's almost like a make your own dimension. It really is. With a few setup rules.
0: Yeah. Like we've we've defined hooks to our world. Mm -hmm. And then said, okay, homebrewers, do what you will with this dimension.
1: Okay. So this is a perfect cutoff point to like just saw into a little bit and then cut that piece off. That's if you want to use this for yourself and your homebrew games. You know, you don't have to yeah but you can use that part as like a standalone dimension you can go to
0: yeah what should we call this oh i don't know do we just call it the other side
1: i like keeping it vague like the other side i like I don't think this thing would have a name
0: yeah that's the implication right is there is no name yeah. so the closest people have come to is this is the other side of yeah existence
1: People always, like, theorize about, like, oh, when you go to death, it's like this, or there's nothing. It's like, oh, I must have died. This is the other side of life. Yeah. is nothing.
0: Yeah, this is the void. The other side. This sucks. Yeah. And a huge voice goes, excuse me. (laughs) Actually, hold up. This is my body. (laughs) Fuck you, actually. Are you shaming me? I
1: didn't know I had emotions until you uh, called me fat.
0: so You brought them here, and now I hate you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be a fun little mission imagine the entire
0: existence that you're in despises you
1: (laughs) yeah what else like add some sort of fantasy element to it though (laughs) that's my thing.
0: oh wow that was sad Uh, no it's fine um do we need to hold on no no let's let's talk about your emotions. cut it off how does (laughs) does this make you feel
1: just me sawing it away oh my arm iceberg that i'm sawing away into the ocean (laughs)
0: Bye.
1: Now that he's gone, welcome to the governess's lore dump. Josh, come back. I can't do this alone.
0: <laughs> I'm so far away, Sean. I Hold on. <laughs> Splash. Swim, 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 swim. Okay, I'm back, everybody.
1: That was very impressive. I'm, you're so strong with the
0: swimming. I swim fast in this freezing cold <laughs> iceberg water. <laughs> what is happening? So Where we've were we
1: sawed off that dimension part; that's cut away for anyone to use freely. Mm-hmm. Where it's different for our world perspective and our world lore is the chicken sort of rammed itself through the dimension into this place. So what he, happened?
0: Here is the grand, ch- the grand question, or the first question for me, and really the entire joke that has been this podcast thus far. why 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 did did the the chicken chicken go to the other side
1: no it's why did the chicken cross the road but why did the chicken cross the plane
0: why did the chicken cross the plane to get to the other side maybe that is just the reason it just wanted to get to the other side it didn't know what it was doing i like to think that the chicken is pretty stupid
1: (laughs) i like to think that it's just a mindless cosmic beast that is too strong
0: and too stupid for its own good yeah like it can will reality to bend for it yeah but it has no cognition as to how or why it does it
1: <laughs> i picture the chicken almost like galactus like he's just eating planets that's it that's all yeah, it. He's, he's like go there and i'm gonna eat that planet go make it ready for me Nom um, nom
0: nom nom. what if this is a temporal event what if an astral chicken has never died before and this is one of our astral chicken is the oldest astral chicken in existence and it's decided its time is up it's done it's tired of eating planets and ro- floating through the universe and crapping out planets it's donezo and it goes i can't not exist how do i not exist and so in its attempt to not exist anymore it forces itself to the other side i like that like it once it's trying to old yeller itself or something i,
1: I, I like it like this this egg is its last like bit of whatever it's the last thing it can do before it's like basically dying yeah so it shits out this egg mm-hmm. rams through the planar divide and then because there is no time here it's almost in a constant state of dying
0: so, so it almost trapped itself to-
1: It almost trapped itself in this constant like trap where it's like it it doesn't want to die. But now it is in a constant state of dying and it can't die.
0: Well, it wants. Yeah, it wants to not exist, but it's stuck existing on the edge of death, but unable to die forever, forever. And it is thrashing around and causing absolute chaos within the other side.
1: Has that essence or that sort of presence? corrupted this individual almost like a tumor
0: yeah there is definitely there's definitely sickness within the other side this thing it does not belong there
1: so what would sickness look like in a void
0: (laughs) realities coming into existence and out of existence constantly in spaces within the void outside of its control the astral chicken is in a feral fit of pain and despair manifesting realities within the other side and the other side i think doesn't like foreign objects it is it likes not having anything within it
1: so this is actually an interesting thought because it can't die and it's in a weakened state it is constantly trying to burst out of this dimension like it came in but it doesn't have the strength to get back out anymore he used yes. too much of that getting in. So it's just poking holes into other dimensions that are then bleeding into this one. Oh, that's so good. So it's literally every other dimension is just sort of storming and bleeding together inside this one.
0: So like, you'll be crossing through the void and all of a sudden the fire plane will be manifesting above you in the sky looking downwards and primordial elements will be falling into the void because yeah, it'll it'll have the abyss it'll have
1: like the nine hells yeah. the Feywild, wild every elemental plane the astral sea will be bleeding in like mm-hmm. everything will just be coalescing in this other side where it is just this roiling mess that still has technically an entity that Controls it all and is basically its body is being filled with these other planes.
0: Consider this. Ooh. Those holes, because this creature exists outside of time, can exist anywhere in time and space.
1: Ooh. That is very good.
0: So now, when somebody wants to pull out your GIF with the hippos with the guns or whatever. Uh, into our world they now have a mechanism for accidental planar shift through time
1: Well, because they can exist at any any moment in time they could just randomly show up on other planes too like there could just be like a hole that goes and just shows up and is like there for two or three minutes and things just come out of it and then it just closes on its own and And it's gone yeah there's no sign that it was ever there i love that
0: yeah like just these planar rifts can occur and this is on a grand scale again outside of time and space so you could never see it in an entire adventuring part lifespan or millennia like or this could be something that is very immediate like it could be a dire threat
1: or yeah it could be the focus of the campaign like this chicken has been doing this for so long that that plane is about to rupture and destroy every other plane
0: yeah like, that could be like your level 20-plus grand campaign experience. Kill the chicken. Is get Choke the chicken out chicken. of the plane. <laughs> get the chicken out of the other side.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, and then allow it to heal itself before it literally is ripped apart from the inside out.
0: Yeah. Like, wow. you could do all kinds of cool planar that's shifting cool. I like that. Yeah, like that's that. good. Okay. Damn. And again, you could still be ported into the other side and exist there for centuries and see nothing. Like, it could just, you know, like, again, this is not happening. Even if you even if the planar, like, even if the astral chicken is poking a hole right next to you in the other side, time and space doesn't exist. So you don't, next to you doesn't really exist. Like, you don't yeah. know. Like, the whole concept is very metaphysical.
1: Yeah, it's very abstract and I love that. Mm -hmm. God, that's so
0: good. Ooh, that's spicy. Okay. Okay. So we know why our chicken is there to die, but it can't. And it can't get out. Pretty much. And that has ramifications on the world around it as well. It's very good. Ooh. Okay. I like this. I like this a lot. This is really good. What what do we need to define anything else on the other side? Hmm. I like how the challenge we tackled today was what happens when you start with absolutely nothing? Like the concept is nothing. And we yeah. made that concept something. Something huge.
1: Something that stays. is nothing. Yeah.
0: Like literally the challenge was like when somebody sits down and says, I got nothing. We took nothing. <laughs> 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 we made it in its, in its definition in 25 minutes or less and made it something that's really good so there you well, go
1: here guys. here's my question something we can expand on a little bit to sort of drip down into our other already established laws yeah since this plane that's being essentially slowly bleeding out and dying since that is uh that that has sent its consciousness to this plane and that consciousness had split into all the gods are they aware of this on any level do they know or are they just completely unaware that this is happening and if you know things start to go weird they might be like hang on a second
0: do our gods know the other side exists before i would say no yeah i don't think they do
1: they might not even remember their life as one individual being they may have all just you know woken up and been like who are you
0: the prime deity recalls but the prime deity no longer exists Mm -hmm. and the memories last through one split so if another god splits itself again it loses the memories that the prime prime deity held and so on and so forth like Mm -hmm. You your powers only last through an or your memories only last through an, an incarnation.
1: You're essentially giving up your life to create other lives. Yes. So it's not like, you know, oh, I'm going to turn into these two different people. You're literally like, I no longer exist and I'm giving that existence to these two separate things.
0: That's so good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they know.
1: That's good. I like that. I don't want them to
0: know. I think they know of... Well, though... They have to know no they have to know to some extent because their purpose here is to maintain the balance on the egg. They have to know something about the astral chicken and that it is a threat to something important to them. So backtracking that... a little bit from a logic perspective so the gods that... need to know that they have to maintain this egg and keep it from hatching or exploding which means right. they have to know that but... the astral chicken is a threat
1: they don't have to technically because what if this thing split itself and basically almost like instinctually because of the fear it had it bled into these entities and they okay. don't know why they do what they do. They know this thing is alive because they've witnessed it when you know they stopped doing their job. It would like get a little bit out of control. Yeah. Like, they can okay, see
0: the thing growing in the core. In the yes.
1: Yolk. They yeah. don't necessarily need to be told that's a big egg. It came from a big chicken who's over here. You know okay,
0: I mean? so you're saying they're terrified that they've inherited those feelings of terror and they are cognizant of what is there, so yeah. they are safeguarding it.
1: They almost okay. woke up from that split with this this instinct to prevent this egg from preve- like getting bigger and... And I think
0: that the dungeon masters can decide also a little bit who knows what to with this one. Because if you want to, from a mechanical perspective, if you did want to do this grand, the world is ending and we have this giant chicken uh, in the other plane, the easiest way to make that information accessible to the players would be through deities that could explain a little bit. You know what I mean? So you could kind of decide how you want to. But I do like that as, like, a general rule. They're not entirely certain what's over there. Maybe they know they came from someplace else.
1: Yeah. If, uh, if anyone has any idea, it's that Grand Archivist god. It's, yeah. like, pulling all the information together.
0: Ooh, ooh, yeah.
1: The or points of like, light,
0: storing it in the stars, Guy, There's,
1: like, literally hidden stars or constellations that they've stored secret information in, like this. Like, yeah. they've sort of pieced together what this thing is and what happened and why. Ooh, cool side like, lore thing just, let's just put that over here on the back burner they don't really know about that
0: yeah like he was going to store a thing in the stars and he noticed a point of light that wasn't supposed to be there and it was a tear <laughs> from from the, the other side other side and he goes what's that like that's that's cool like, like some that. gods have an inkling
1: they've, they've not. noticed things
0: yeah and it aligns now, with their own cognition of the world as it is.
1: Yes, very, very accurate. Now, do any individuals on the planet know? Is there like some sort of something? Not like people, not like a group of people, not like a cult or anything. Is there like maybe just because we've done one so recently, are there any patrons, well, like patrons that would know about this and want to get there and know about it? Or are there any like powerful people that have traveled there and then been lucky enough to travel back like Mourninkainen? Plane travelers? Mm. Has anyone been to the
0: other side? I think if you intentionally go to the other side, it's very hard to get out, which is the problem the chicken's having.
1: It's not. It's never intentional because no one knows about it. They see a portal like oh shit jump into it real quick or like you know a portal shows up in like a desperate moment they jump into it to survive they end up in this weird mix of thousands of different planes bleeding together they have no idea because it's timeless they live there for 50 60 70 years and then another portal shows up and they're like here's my ticket out of here
0: yep okay i think we're about to develop a lore character oh there was an early elf dwarf because we've established them as our early mortal races on the planet or relatively mortal races who stepped into that void and they only recently stepped out
1: Ah, I like that and I would like if it was an elf because that would just make their lifespan insane
0: (laughs) yes they have existed for eons yeah but also just a single moment in some ways as well yes and i think that somehow they've become a prominent pig figure like in the elven society like a leader while they were gone
1: or when they came back when they
0: came back
1: oh interesting i like that
0: yeah i think there is some sort of figure who has extra planar knowledge who is technically mortal And they are in a position of prestige now. uh, And it's all a big veiled secret of theirs. But people are like, there's something weird about this dude. Like, he just came out of nowhere. uh, And he knows things about this planet's history. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the other races on this planet that are not elves are a surprise to him. Because it was essentially... Actually, yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. He came back and he's like, holy...
1: He disappeared, like, before there were multiple gods.
0: Yeah. Like, when the planet was a primordial soup, that's what he saw. Yeah. And then he got... He stepped into a portal that was created by the chicken popping through, (laughs) and he did some point in time, he stepped through it, existed in this void, cognizant within his own head for both seconds and eons. Yeah. And then stepped back into this reality hundreds, if not thousands, or thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years later.
1: Yes, and it was like, what did I miss? What's going he on there? Thomas Jefferson.
0: Whoa! What the heck is this? What are these silly, stubby-eared, short-lived people? The humans. <laughs>
1: we breed with the humans? No. no.
0: Which means we have a another figure. That's I think that's number three because we've got I mean, Xander. That, we've got the leader that... of the Tieflings, and we've got this guy
1: yeah and that that elf wouldn't know what other races are
0: yeah. any of them because
1: even dwarves didn't exist back then and he probably elves has were first
0: an inherent xenophobia that is popular among many sects of the elves who are known to be somewhat xenophobic it, he's
1: not a great guy i will say that being trapped yeah. alone in these he's, other planes for eons he'd be like not to- a great dude
0: yeah i like to think he's very intelligent and calculating and also batshit crazy
1: batshit crazy and he actually would have a good amount of information on every other plane of existence
0: Yeah, because he's he's been been trapped in a place
1: where they all exist and he's been seen well he he probably hasn't seen another portal like because it's so ridiculously odd over there time and space he hasn't seen another portal for that long otherwise he
0: would have jumped through it right but at a distance or maybe even some yeah. of the information that oh no he's been inside the other side which is his own sentience so long that he gleamed some of the other side's information into his own mind Oh, things that the other side knew saturated into this elf figure that's interesting it's like sitting in soup and you come out smelling like soup. <laughs> That's
1: very good. I like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at that. What That's a good beautiful. character. He's going to be interesting. Do we want to try and name her or should we save him for later? Save him for later. Save, save him for later. Yeah, save him for later. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. him. We've got some new characters here. I'm excited for this.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: I think we've wrapped it up pretty good, Sean
1: that's pretty good rap that's a pretty good rap on
0: that's a rap on, on the other side it's it's got some really good implications it's got some like some some world hooks it's got some physics it's got some explanations of the planes and it builds things out i love it i love it at so this much.
1: point it's definitely something we can use in the future to be like oh yeah
0: the other side oh yeah the other side <laughs> yeah great this is a really good excuse for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that means that it is question asking time.
1: Bo-doop, bo-doop, bo-doop. Bam nice i got the you glad that was instant
0: yes yeah, perfection okay <laughs> so our question comes from one of our amazing players and friends from the discord for twee uh just mm. a singing geek uh, hee, uh, Hello. and they ask us my players just leveled up And one asked me about the possibility of adding a feat for flavor as a freebie and still getting the ability score improvement. Oh, no. And I'm curious to know your opinions. You're being me and you, Sean. Uh, On one hand, I feel like there are some feats where that wouldn't be game breaking slash two OP. But I also don't know if I want to have to police that choice, because if I give her the go ahead, I definitely offer the option to the rest of the players. I don't want to just say no, but I also don't know if I want to take each feat on a case-by-case basis. It's a big question. It's a good question.
1: It is a good question.
0: Thank you, Just a Singing keep
1: Thank you very much. Um, I think, I mean, there's a good answer that you've already sort of come up with. You already know that if you say yes, you have to offer it to the rest of the table, which is very good. I like I like to see that in there because it's only well, fair that if someone gets something, the rest of the table is offered the choice as well. Um I don't love the idea of free feats because they're very strong, depending on what it is. If it's something like Keen mind, personally, I don't give a shit. As long as you scrap the uh the bonus you get to the ability score. Cause there's a lot of feats like that where it's like, Oh, up your wisdom by one. Also, you get all this other shit. know. Yeah. What about you?
0: For me, I, I have two schools of thought. It's all bad. If you open it, <laughs> all my thoughts are bad. If you open it up, you open it up to the table. Like Sean said, excellent, fantastic, wonderful. Mm-hmm. You as the DM, Are balancing to that and that is basically what you touched upon if you if you give them access like that there will be power differentials unless you do things like mitigating the ability score improvement and stuff like that as well Uh, which you can do but there will be power differentials that you need to mitigate for you're already like managing that so it's not a huge deal but it is more work to give yourself just kind of be cognizant of that right because if one person gets a free feat what it's going to turn into is everyone gets a free feat because why would you not take that right you're already getting your level up and then a free feat so now if you say no to one feat and you're doing it a case by case they're just gonna go pick a different feat that you agree to because that's really the only way to do it fairly so now you're just giving everybody a free feat yeah and if everyone gets a free feat then you're balancing to the party that's really what that like logic that's how that's gonna play out uh, on the flip side, uh, you could just tell them no and give them an item that does the function of the feet that no, they want.
1: don't do that. Don't do Why that. I, That's giving in.
0: No, I no, like I'm that. not. I'm saying, like, so the way you do it is if they want to do something really bad with their character, like, you know, they want to be able to recall let's use key Mind, recall all the information that you've given them at any point uh, but they don't want to spend the feat on it if you give them an item that has like a limited number of charges or they have to work to get right i have handed out feats as rewards for doing something successfully in a campaign before and yeah. you could do that like with items as well like you just treat it like that treat it as like a let's say they've completed an arc hey you know what You just researched for three years as a character in a college, and yeah, you did develop the Keen Mind feat. You could do it like that. Or, again, you just killed this, defeated this huge dungeon, and you've picked up this scroll that allows you to recall information when you use it once a day. Like, you you can balance to that. You can work feats into the world from a lore perspective, within items, or within role-playing that they've done or challenges that they've defeated i guess that's the other option
1: yeah i don't know i i don't or say no because here's the problem i'm having is the players i usually play with off stream my home games they would only be asking for this if they were trying to make their character very powerful except for me well that's yet to be seen <laughs> i'm kidding but usually when a player asks this, even if they present it in a, like, oh, my character just wants to do this kind of way, there could also be, like, the, oh, but it also works this way that you don't know about when I get another level and I'll get a really powerful spell or something.
0: Um, that is a question I always ask. Sean's seeing yeah. me do this. Why do you want it?
1: Yeah. Tell me and why don't the whole give story. me
0: don't give me your, I just think it'd be cool, because we definitely have a couple friends who are real good at this. Yeah, look at you, Martin. Yeah, <laughs> kid, love you, buddy. We love you so much. You're amazing. <laughs> but he, they always have this like, they're like, "Hey, I have an idea," and you're like, "What is it?" And they rattle it off, and you go, "You can't logically figure out what they're thinking because they're super yeah. geniuses and really good at this." And you're like, "Okay, what do you want to do with it?" And then find out why they really want it. I don't let they them
1: is every time he's like, hey i have a new character idea was like you can't be the undead warlock it's like all right never mind <laughs> <laughs> um but yes my nothing primary, against those players just to no, be clear just no 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 you know just i know early. i i know martin and i know what he's trying to do in those situations and if i'm willing to allow it i'll allow it but usually no because i know what you're trying to get at
0: but sean touches but, down on the key there which is know your players which we've said a no, hundred times before know your players if you know that they're um either too absent-minded like me to remember to use things that allow them to abuse the game uh or if they like role play so heavily that it will never be a factor maybe that is gonna work um yeah like if they
1: want to get grappler just so they can get into bar fights and you know muscle guys to the ground that's funny if they're looking to build some insane barbarian build that's like oh i grapple the dragon to the ground and you know you can't do anything about it yeah then it's like well you're shitty
0: and if then the following logic is do i have to give this to the whole table the way to navigate not giving it to the whole table is to make it a reward and i have literally like i had a cleric who was clearly feeling very underpowered compared to the rest of his party and so through him training at his temple, which he role through several, several sessions, I gave him, I think it was like the Shieldmaster feat or something like that, Ooh. which was just a buff. Like, it was a boon to him. It was a good one. thought out for him as a player, and he loved it, and it balanced out his class, and it made him feel a little more valid in his choice, right? So you can do that. Feats can be rewards. I will
1: say there is one thing on here that I see as an issue Mm. everything we're saying up up here is fine if you're willing to do that with your player but you specifically mentioned you don't want to police it which is i mean it's kind of your job to do that unfortunately those are the things you have to consider um if you want to risk it and this usually tends to potentially lead to hurt feelings but if you want to allow it See how it goes, and at any point in the future, if it doesn't work out, or you see it's a little too powerful or a little obnoxious for everyone else playing, you can just be like, mm, We're gonna take that away. You, I'm gonna take that one back. That one's a that one's my mulligan, uh, which it's can
0: I reserve upset the right the to change my mind,
1: right? But I'm just saying, getting yeah. something approved and then taken away that tends to hurt someone more than just saying no up front, yes because at least they're asking they're willing for you to say no but if you say yes and then later it's a no that tends to hurt more than if it's just a straight out no up front
0: um, I, an experienced DM and something that DM should practice is also saying no gracefully players will push the limits no matter what no matter how much they respect you and so like even in the game like I, I've had players say like can this be this role and I've said, nope. And they have said, come on, it's for this reason. And I've said, I'm not changing that. It, yeah. That is the ruling I've made. And I say it respectfully and kindly to them. So it's a skill to practice too, but it applies to the same thing. Like you can say no in a way that all parties are respected. I do that to constantly. Yeah. Sean is constantly like, can it be this instead? And I'm like,
1: you mean wisdom for
0: stealth, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> As um, the bad meme, funny example. Yes, you do do. That. Well, yeah.
1: It's just a funny joke, but it could be uh, taken seriously in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it does also, happen in the real world. There is a very powerful thing that I don't think a lot of DMs actually practice. Because there are technically three options. There's yes, no, and no but. Like, you say, I'm not going to allow that, but I can take this. And the one thing that jumped into my mind is if you want to do it and it's like sort of on the level give them one ability score increase give them a plus one to one ability score and then let them take a feat instead of giving them a plus two or two plus ones to do you take away one of those you give them something else give them like one of the if they pick one of the smaller feats, say okay but i'm taking away one of your plus ones
0: which is the item example too like yeah that too the item could give them a portion of a feat it doesn't have to give them the whole thing right but if i had to
1: make it a two minutes feet i'd kill somebody <laughs> i'm just saying that as a player i would kill someone it's like oh the passive effect i want stuck on a ring
0: shit tough freaking cookies now you have to manage your resources sucker welcome to dungeons and dragons no what you have to make choices in your I fantasy game about making choices haunt. my god
1: I'll kill you <laughs> no but it is it, it, there is the compromise option where it's not just yes or no yep. there is a middle ground where you figure out a way that works for both of you so they don't get everything they want and you don't completely shoot them down
0: yeah you know, which is and, also a tactic of saying no gracefully too like give them an out give them an option
1: yeah I don't know, but I my Smart. favorite way to do it would probably be to have them train for the feet and just let them take the plus now and then get the feet as you level up or as you play more. Yeah. That seems to be the better option. That's such me. a
0: good way to do it. I, not only is it, it is so flavorful. It adds so much to your game, and it is a good way to get cat players who aren't role playing to role play because all of a sudden they go, here's a tangible statistical advantage to me role-playing hanging out with my clerical order like it's a it's a really good tactic Definitely yeah. consider it.
1: if they're learning from someone it gives them a mentor character and those characters yeah. tend to be the most fulfilling npcs that a person interacts with
0: oh for sure oh for and sure
1: feats are cool don't give them away for free <laughs> That's my PSA and avoid, jingle. And
0: avoid the UA feeds. <laughs>
1: yeah, UA feeds, not until they're in a
0: book. Sorry. Yeah, let them be in a book. Jesus.
1: Oh, man. Except for Chef. Anyone who wants have to take you, Chef, that's
0: fine. I have a question. Yeah, that's a cool one. I have a question for you. Have you ever email had it to anybody... Me.
1: No, email it to me.
0: You're you're not hold above it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm emailing you this uh, right <laughs>
1: you're, now. You can't jump the line like <laughs> this. This is blasphemy.
0: <laughs> okay, it's... Oh, hey,
1: okay. I have an email. Yeah, I just got one, and it oh here's an email from josh and it says
0: hey sean it's me josh uh the governor you can use my name if you want to when you ask this question scroll down scroll uh, down scroll down. um well so i'm wondering have you ever had anybody ask you to bring in a homebrew feat uh and and what was your re- response to that
1: oh yeah that was a very good question and a very interesting self-reading email um <laughs> <laughs> Google Google Mail's really doing
0: good. Well done, Google Mail. Google that guy mail. sounds like an idiot, though. Man, his voice. <laughs>
1: who the guy who read the email or the guy who called Gmail Google Mail? Both. That's me And <laughs> that one. Um, I have never had someone bring to me like a, a homemade feat. I've had people bring up like, oh, this is a feat that exists in you know three point five or pathfinder or something that i want to add to my character usually no because the game wasn't balanced to have fucking feats from other games in it um but you could definitely have that conversation and like adjust it to bring into this game and bring home made feats in the thing i hate is when people are like hey i found this uh i found this blood wizard on reddit and i want to play it and it's like okay well you need to go find another table (laughs) because there's no way i'm letting you play some sort of broken reddit class on my fucking game
0: yeah well like a lot of the time like they bring this feat and they put it in front of you and you go this is this is the dual wield feat with extra stats on it like a lot of it's the same with a lot of the homebrew classes this is this is the celestial warlock with extra stats put on it yeah i i (laughs) Like, and so you, the truly, like, truly there is a lot you can do by just changing some fluff rather than having an entire new feat added. Uh, And so a lot of the time your no but is, well, how about you take this feat that already does that and we just say it looks like this. Yes. Problem solved.
1: Usually they bring it to you because it's like, oh yeah here's the dual wheel defeat i found online i think it's much better it's like well yeah you get an extra two attacks a turn of course you think it's better fuck you <laughs> <laughs> actually why don't you get off of my desk or whatever um it's amazing. yeah that's the part i hate the most where it's someone it's like you're clearly trying to just make yourself stronger and that would not be fun for everyone else at the table because yeah. you would be the cool guy you'd be their kirito and everyone else would be the rest of sword Art online
0: dibs on Asuna.
1: yeah on any other anime.
0: <laughs> Fair. Told you they come uh, back. Hey, we brought the anime back. Yes, score. Hey. It happened organically and it's your fault.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: you did this.
1: We have to have our ED play at the end of this. <laughs> Dooba
0: boop. <laughs> it's our
1: cool opening and
0: exit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I, I i think we answered that question. Do we have a second question? Because I don't think we... i i i think we don't i think we're good i was gonna say think we don't have time for the it the second question was my question and it was a oh. damn good question
1: oh yeah 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 i see you right there next time email ahead of time so it's you know looks a little less uh nepotismy
0: next time get a better voice actor to read your emails out loud
1: that wasn't my email
0: <laughs> shut up hey what <laughs> If, if people wanted to uh, submit emails like I failed to do until the last minute, where would they submit it, Sean?
1: Oh, they would go to lordumquestions at googlemail.com, otherwise known as lordumquestions at Don't gmail.com. Don't type
0: googlemail.com into your address <laughs> line, please. <laughs>
1: or they can do it at our social medias at Lord, the lordum, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and That's it. That's it. That's our podcast
0: that's do, wow do, those are do. good is it was it good it was so good you you did that so well it's scary how good you are at things sean
1: hey thanks thanks yeah. everybody thanks everybody for being here uh um uh be be on the lookout for the uh, the car radio that's outside my apartment right now it's playing some Really hot beats, but not as hot as this one. Nooba doop boop, booba doop boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, 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 boop i
1: think we got off the beat i usually just keep going until you give me stuff to put at the end all right bye everybody bye